The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, anyone who is proudly right-wing, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a Harry Potter Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And it's been a while. It's been Please. a month. Did we skip? Oh, we yeah, skipped. we, we oh, the skipped. holidays. Holidays yeah. always interfere with things. Yeah. Our the last recording session that we were supposed to have was would have been on Boxing Day, which okay. I was yeah. not available. So yeah, it's like I mean I was home, so we could have you know done that, but that would have been. Probably too much information for my mom to hear. Over here. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I yeah. don't think she knows about the podcast. She she discovered uh, the nature of uh, gay camping because you know I was talking to her friend who she drags to the chorus concerts and he's gay and we're just talking about it and you know it, it's like I was talking about the campgrounds and all that and he's explaining and I'm telling him he's like what and he's like and she's like what they're naked campgrounds like well mostly. And uh, it's like, so I think that was like, huh, why would you do that? And it's like, for fucking. fun. Um, but no, the, uh, yeah, so, so, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't think it, the podcast has ever come up and that's okay. Uh, pr- probably for the best. Yes. Speaking of campgrounds, Creek Ridge opened its reservations mm-hmm. for their 22 season on the first of the year. And if you're hearing this, it's already too late. It's. <laughs> well, no. I mean, for, for for most weekends, they still have plenty of spots. Glow Weekend. Gone. Gone. Glow Weekend sold out in 10 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, when you were at the, um, what was it, uh, at the bar, I heard, oh. Yep. Yep. And, and we're back. Okay. Um... <laughs> And, uh, Creek Ridge. Creek Ridge. Oh, yes. Oh, so Glow Weekend. When, no, at the bar, when you were mentioning it, you said 10 minutes. 10, 10 hours. Okay, that, yeah. okay, that, okay, that's, I mean, still very yeah. fast and very good for them. But, yeah, that's not 10 minutes. Okay, that's different. I'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah, don't, Glow Weekend is incredibly popular. Yes, I've been to, I mean, yeah, it, it's a cool event, um, and it's their big one. I know, like, Camp It, their big one is Mardi Gras. And, yeah. and all the holiday weekends. Because, yeah, Mardi Gras is the one that sells out, and you can't even get a day pass for Mardi Gras at Camp It in the, you know, in the past. Um, and Creek Ridge, yeah, it's Glow Weekend. Yeah. It, uh, I made a joke on their Facebook page. You know, you keep selling out this fast, you might have to buy out your neighbors. <clears throat> or have more Glow Weekends. I, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'd want to expand just for the one weekend. Unless... They could make a thing of it where they increase the price, you know, fivefold, and you know, make that yeah. make that their Black Friday of weekends. It's like, okay, we make all our profits this weekend, so we can, you know, have better things for the other weekends or lower prices for the other weekends. Yeah, you know, that would be the case of expanding for that one weekend. But you know, it, who knows? Or, it might be yeah. it might be at its limit. <laughs> you no, know, I was thinking for a second. Well, maybe they could 
set up some primitive sites in the back 40, but I'm like, no, they use the entire back 40. Oh, yeah, for, the back for 40 the is the party. It is the party for Glow. So, yeah, they, I promise they don't have a lot of well, the thing is, expand. The trouble yeah. is, would it, would it still fill up with primitive? Because would people be willing to camp primitive to be for the weekend? I think Glow Party is kind of that fun, you know, it... I don't picture the people who really, really, really get into Glow Weekend also really, really getting into sleeping on the ground without electricity. <laughs> well, I mean, they they sold out of everything, so... Oh, there's yeah. enough, but, you yeah, know, there, there's I, enough. I, I, I don't picture the people who enjoy, you know, dancing with lots of lights and glowing to be also the ones who are really into rustic camping. And no, <laughs> probably Like Lumberjack not. Weekend? Maybe. 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 Even yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing is I've never really worried because... I always do primitive camping, and so there's yeah. usually always spots on any given weekend. Even when they say they're sold out, they don't mean a, the primitive spots because it's more of a field. So I don't know how what the limit would be. They yeah, I, they must have a number. They, they, yeah, they they must have some some number for the capacity so, of that field. So so basically, what you're telling me is now they are open for reservations for this coming year. Yes. Okay. Yep. They, That's on all weekends. On all weekends okay. except for Glow. Um. Yeah. They they are open for reservations and. Um, mid-April is when they open, I believe. Okay, uh, actual open, open. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I was like, this last summer, I just, eh, lazy, busy, whatever. I never made it out to any any campground. And that's when I just need to not, I have to correct that error. Uh, so Creek Ridge, but also uh, Camp It. I mean, I, you know, people I know have, or I, uh, uh, friends I know uh, who I don't get to camp with enough, uh, our seasonals, I camp it now. Yeah. So I well, need to. Yeah, and I, I've known other seasonals there, but you know, people I'm a little even closer to are now seasonals. Yeah, so I, it's like, I, oh, I have an excuse to yeah, go I, and enjoy. I know two couples that that you know. Yes. Through course that who are both now seasonals yep. at Camp It, and, and they're, they're all lovely. Yeah, and one who's been at Camp It for ages yeah. and has a really nice sight with a really nice view. And um, also, I'm just thinking there's certain people that I just don't really need to encounter and they used to be they used to go to camp it all the time and that's what soured me to camp it but now i think they've transferred over to creek ridge so it's like oh okay time time that camp it's safe again and something i can it's just one of those people that it's like you and you know it's like okay well why why what why why do you exist yeah couldn't you go off to freedom valley buckwood boomerang yeah yeah go to boomerang have you heard anything about Boomerang at all? No, except um, we, uh, well, we'll come to that first Friday, but there is someone who was at first Friday who, you know, uh, he wasn't one of the Kingsters, but he was friends with some of the Kingsters. And he was talking about, you know, hitting all three. I'm assuming he meant Camp at Boomerang, Creek Ridge. Yeah. So he, I mean, and so I think it's probably thriving, doing its own thing. I went off their Facebook page when all that brouhaha hit because it was like, eh. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, it just... The place left a sour taste in my mouth with all that. And, you know, am I being fair to it? Don't care. I'm sure they're making money hand over fist without me. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wish them well. I hope they are generally profitable. But, yeah, they won't Oh, see so you're a much better me. human being than I am. <laughs> you, you want them to burn to the ground. Or crash and burn, I think. Crash and burn. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if, you know, if what we heard about, you know, the the management is true, if, they're, if their feelings were what was revealed... And that early brouhaha of, you know, anti-transness and all that. It's like, wow. It's like, you know, 
do I wish ill upon you? Eh, mm. No, but I don't know if you really need to be owner of a business that caters to people when you're going to be yeah. like that. Now, is that the truth? You know, I also I've heard things about their political leanings that I've not substantiated, but also I'm like, no, I'm 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 so far left that yeah, it's like you know I I, I you know I think of Republicans as being, well, you know, in the future I envision there's re-education centers, <laughs> and and for the ones who can't be re-educated, well, well, if they're not cute enough, there's a wall <laughs> that they can stand up against. Yeah, revolution. No, yeah. D- the, the good news is I'm so fucking lazy that it's like if there really was a revolution, I'd be like, well, you guys have fun. I'm going to sit here and play my Animal Crossing. Well, you know, you either make a better world or our world crashes and burns. <sighs> All right. Um, so let's hear what has happened in this past month other than uh, Creek Ridge. I did get to see um, Sling Bear cool. again. Um, the, at first, he was thinking that he was going to have a potluck. Mm-hmm. Um, but then looking at the numbers from Omicron, he's like, maybe just one person at a time. <laughs> um, went over to Sling Bears, mm-hmm. um, as usual, found him in the sling mm-hmm. and brought him off quicker than, than either of us would have really liked. But good thing is that he, he's good for multiple in a day and that lucky bear. <laughs> um, then afterwards we went and had... Some really good sushi. Um, I haven't had sushi other than what one would get at Kroger mm-hmm. or Meyer um, for, ooh, I want to say a couple of years now. Okay. Well, well definitely before all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I grew up eating sushi. Uh, so, yeah, I missed it. But, um, yeah, af- after, so yeah, there's a sushi place near him. Mm-hmm. Went out. Um, yeah, great. Yeah, tuna and salmon and octopus and wonderful. And some really inventive rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, some a bit more inventive than I cared to try. I'm like, okay, strawberry, avocado, and cream cheese. Hmm. Okay, I, I could see that as a dessert, but yeah, cream che- to me, cream cheese and sushi... Not oh. so much. So you no, know, there's a lot of rolls that yeah do have a cream cheese you know core in them, and like I I've enjoyed those. So I can't think of many that I don't. Probably just how how I, you know, because I was looking for um, a roll that had plum jelly and Thai basil mm-hmm. in it, which they didn't have. One that had pickled burdock root in it, which they didn't have. Mm-hmm. One that was cucumber, which they didn't have. Mm-hmm. It's some very traditional uh, sushi rolls, which no, they they make sushi rolls that Americans are looking for, <laughs> and I can't blame them for that. But no, I was not quite. But yeah, the the basic um, I I forget the name of the style, but the just fish on a, a pillow mm-hmm. rice that very good, uh, very kind of light on the wasabi. But, you know, had enough wasabi on there that I was like, okay, just need to add a dab to each. And ended up spending $100 between the oh. two of us after, uh, yeah, sushi ain't cheap, especially mm-hmm. when you get drinks and tea. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it was well worth it. Uh, then back to his place. Uh, he sat on my face for dessert, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. And I actually got off. Nice. <laughs> uh, then we tried putting him in his 
uh, sleep sack, mm -hmm. um, that and put the vibrator on him, and that worked for a while until his shoulders uh, got oh, okay. grumpy. When you yeah. said tried putting him in the sleep sack, it's like, oh, what happened? But okay, yeah. no, you got him in the sleep we sack. Got, yeah, got him into the sleep sack and for worked for a little while, and then he's like, no, my arms have to move, and we're like, okay, so back to the sling and uh, more vibration, more lube, and another wonderful load <laughs> out of him. So. It, yeah, that was... Um, Sounds like a nice day. It, it was a very nice day. Um, thinking back, I actually went to... I went to Esquire one Friday, mm -hmm. sometime in December, after First Friday, um, and that the, the midday bartend, uh, the bartender there with the beard, he's like, wait, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm like, I had a stressful week. I wanted a drink. And I want to give you money. Hmm. It's like okay, um, and it was, and it filled up that Friday. This most recent first Friday, it was very lightly. Yeah, I mean there was you know tables would fill, yeah. but people were coming, going. I mean I think we were the most consistent you know patrons there was you know the the kink table. Yeah, and uh, mm -hmm. you know others you know it was it was a good we had a good turnout we had you know a table full of people. Yep, we had, uh... I forgot completely about it until, uh, I think on the Michigan Pups and Handlers Facebook page, mm -hmm. someone said, oh, uh, is anyone going to Esquire this Friday? And I'm like, oh, that's right, it is first Friday. <laughs> and, you know, I should have chimed in, yep, it's going to happen one way or another, but... I mean, I've, I've right. been feeling, I mean, with Omicron on the rise, I was like, uh, do I need to be as social as I was kind of falling into? And I'm like, and... This week I have been. I hit Suits in the City, mm -hmm. the uh, monthly mixer. Uh, they have that at Esquire. And I just, it's been a slow week at work, so I was like, oh, I'm out of work at five. I don't have any reason not to go. And theory. So I went, uh, kept on my mask, you know, just opened it up to, you know, take drinks. And yeah. uh, then, uh, you know, first Friday and hang out with friends last night. So, you know, it's been social. And I was like, oh. Yeah. But the trouble is, uh, from the holidays, I've been playing tag with Omicron this whole time. Oh. Like, it's hit work hard. Like, a lot of people, oh people I actually work in the same room with got it. In theory, they were exposed after they'd gone home for Christmas. So, you know, there's that. Uh, circles of friends. I mean, I've known a couple of households that are just like, yep, we all got it. So, it's, it's, yeah. it's hitting much closer than the other variants have. So, I'm just like, and, you know, on my own, on my, the, in my own mind, um, you know, it's like, okay, if I get it, I don't, I'm fully vaxxed. Chance of me dying or having extreme health issues, small, very small. Yes. But it's the inconvenience of, okay, got to hole up for a week. Yeah. Can't work. I know this is going to cause a lot of people stress and strain at my job while they scramble. And then I'll still come back to a mess. So it'll be a month or two of recovery for being out for a week. And I'm like, I don't want that stress in my life. Also... You know, I have to learn the fucking apps to get food food to me. It's like, oh, because I you shouldn't leave. You to should, go. yeah, no, you and, should fully quarantine. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, great. I'll have to live by what I have at home, and that's peanut butter and crackers and cereal. Which, you know, fair enough. That's why I eat anyway. Uh, yeah, but I just like the inconvenience, just the annoyance of it, and so it's like oh, I don't want to deal with this. But who knows? Yeah, no, I've I've been you know looking on the internet. Um, and looking at the the trend lines, mm -hmm. that yeah the 
the reported cases has spiked incredibly, and the positive test rate has mm -hmm. sp spiked incredibly, which indicates that you know cases are being missed. Mm -hmm. But hospitalizations and deaths are not moving up nearly as fast. Mm -hmm. So there, you know, it, it appears that Omicron is infecting those who were previously vaccinated, mm -hmm. and you'll get a positive test on it, but that symptoms will be mild enough yeah. that you... Could just be sniffles, asymptomatic, or, you know, you just don't yeah. feel great for a day or two in bed, and then you're you're back. Right, that it, it is, yeah, that even though it has a very scary, are not in the range of measles, um, that, yeah, that it's not as lethal. See, it was uh, over Christmas, it was... I, spent time with extended family and for the first time in a couple of years and and they're all let's just say politically they're all I, I'm the black sheep of the family <laughs> being a far lefty so but then half of them are you know yeah they all vote for Trump but they're also educated and believe in science you know mm -hmm. and uh, you know they're like yeah mask vaccine yeah and they're all like you know my one cousin's like yeah I'm, I wear a mask when I go into stores it's like and but the other half were just like, you know, they're they're just you know small town good old boys, and you know one's a firefighter, and I his I heard him talking to his brother, and the brother's like, oh, you got vaccinated? And he's like, nah. And the other brother's like, yeah, I finally did because everyone wants that card, and I'm like, oh, and it's like great, and yeah, I test myself a week after I was around them, it's like, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just that's the thing. It's it's just this thing that's out there and it's 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 around and uh that's you know it, it this is one of those things i i'm almost feeling like it's not a matter of what if i catch it but you know when, when yeah and that's the thing it's like i like i said fully vaccinated but you know it's still that it's been this whole these two years have been just back and forth it's like well before we had vaccines precautions it's like well what what level do you go at? And it's like, it's a moving target. And I, some days I'm feeling like, nope, I'm going to, you know, oh, there's an event? No, I'm skipping that. I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah. And other things were, I mean, I, honestly, I, I took a test just before Christmas. And the inconvenience would have been there, but I was kind of like, this gets me out of a whole bunch of social obligations <laughs> and family. Now, it was good to see family because a bunch of the children are no longer children. Like one of the kids who was all kind of waist high before, mm -hmm. it's now 6'4". And, you know, they're all, you know, little adults with, you know, that you can have conversations with. So that's very fascinating. So, but, you know, Christmas was Christmas and we got through it and it's like, yay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, had Christmas with the family and saw a, you know, a niece or, well, no, cut at cousin, cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah a newish cousin that, um, yeah, hadn't seen before and the uh the plague and yeah. but yeah everyone was you know the host made sure everybody was fully vaxxed mm -hmm. um we didn't wear masks inside but um i kind of wish i had if only because they have um an airedale oh. and i was I, I usually don't react badly to dog but mm -hmm. for some reason my allergies just spiked oh. in there so yeah i but yeah it, it was good to see family, and I gave my brother um, a book, um, 
but it's by um, Ralts Bloodthorn. It's called Behold Humanity. Mm -hmm. um, and I said, the, you know, first book in a series. And then a week later, I get a text. He said, do you have the second book? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I think I gave you one of Ralts's collections of short stories uh, on Kindle. Nothing I know of you. Well, I, I you sent me like the, the the science fiction author dude who has yes. the insect people. Is that yeah yeah that oh, that's the it. same author? Okay, same author. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah. So he he passed the book on to my father, yeah. and yeah, they uh, they both really really <laughs> like it. Cool. And so yeah, got them. Uh, yeah, books two and three for uh, Orthodox Christmas, mm. um, and. Yeah, they're really enjoying it, and I might point them to the Reddit thread, but mm -hmm. yeah, Dad doesn't like reading lots of text mm -hmm. on a screen, and I can't blame him. <laughs> it can get tiring on the eyes. I mean, I can do it yeah. on my Kindle because that kind of fakes being a book right? in a way, so it works. Yeah, I don't read a lot on my phone, or I don't really want to read a lot on a computer screen, but uh, yeah. But no, um, you know, Christmas was fine. It went, you know, went by, but it kind of... I was socialized out by the end of it. So for New Year's, I had no plans. I didn't get invited to anything, but I also was like, if I was invited, I wouldn't be going. I, yeah. I stopped by Meyer, bought has a, a really janky charcuterie collection, which wasn't. It was a thing of raspberries and some of those little mini packets that have the cheese stick with some fancy meat wrapped <laughs> around it. Then you pay three bucks for two of them, so it's like, well, that. Yeah. But everything else was gone, so I'm like, okay. I just dumped them on a plate and bought some Asti's uh, Martina Rossi, and it was like, and it was like perfect. And I just took a picture of it and sent it out to friends. I was like, well, this is my charcuterie. And then I got inundated by all their plates. It's like, oh, they're all doing it much better than I. But that's not yeah. hard. Yeah, no, my uncle actually gave my dad a book on how to make a lovely charcuterie Ooh, board. Nice. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to seeing that come Easter. Um, well, including one of the families that was all quarantined because of COVID. They all have it. They're like, yeah, this is ours. And it's like, the, nice, the good news is we can taste it. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. I mean, that's one thing I've heard that that's a less... Um, less of an issue with the Omicron yes. is the losing of the taste. Yes. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that um, it, 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 I've read that it can often present similar to strep throat. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so New Year's came and went pretty well, and it's been kind of moderately social since then, but again, it's like, uh, how social I want to be. But, because we're always going to have that once a week socializing of uh, uh, chorus. Yeah, up. and uh, and then you know there's the going out afterwards, which I realized I did not do at all this last season, and someone mentioned that it's like, well, we haven't seen you out, and it's like I just didn't feel like it, you know. Yeah, like, being around people was enough. Also, just I mean, it's not even uh, COVID; it was just like tired, you know. I'm I'm coming. Yeah, I'm I have barely have the energy for practice, let alone socializing after. But you know, I I should. Yeah. No. The only social thing I did um, with the chorus this last season was the end of season um, dinner. Oh, yeah. I did that. Um, but, you know, that's yeah. just the thing. It's like, and then, you know, but the same thing with kink-wise. It's like, oh, have I been doing anything? It's like, other than First Fridays, nothing. 
Yeah, uh, just it's you know I I was kind of joking because my my three month term of uh, uh, prescriptions you know have all run out, mm-hmm. and so and thing is though the the only one that's really important is the blood pressure, and I had extras of those, so I was like I'm fine, but uh, uh, because there was a mix up with. Uh, doctor's appointments, so I had to postpone it a couple of weeks. But uh, all everything else ran out. I'm like, do I really need the the, the sex drugs? It's like I haven't been doing it. So, <laughs> so no, not so much. No. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the I've been invited to a couple of DBCs in exile, but yeah, I'm just not feeling those. And I feel bad about that because I get them, and I should at least you know send regrets it's like oh can't make it because yeah that's that's polite and i'm i i've been lazy about responding to anything including like just people saying hi on the apps like grinder or scruff it's like hey how's it going and a lot of them i look at it's like "Mm, you sent me a wolf but you're like two thousand miles away and i don't think you're real (laughs) yeah um good news is uh bravo is Actually, looking at properties mm-hmm. as we are oh. speaking, mm-hmm. um, and yes, I heard that over first Fridays. You're like, hey, you know, yeah, so let's make sure you, you know, <laughs> keep in mind we yeah. want play space. We we want play space and parking. Oh, true. Yeah, so because you know, Sling Bear has wonderful, yes. beautiful place. Parking very is limited. a hike. Yes, parking is very limited. Yeah, I actually yeah. think about that when I'm driving and I see certain houses, especially along Saginaw, it's like, you can get two cars in there, and there's no sidewalks or anything to get to that house, Yeah. And even if someone parks around the corner, and it's like, yeah, it might be a nice house, because I, you know, it's like, well, you couldn't have people over, ever. Yeah, no. I... No, I, I'm not so much having people over for sex, I'm more like having people over for games, but... Yeah, uh, and, yeah, one place that, that he's interested in, um... Well, no, not going to talk about that. That would okay. be too much identifying information. Okay, I'll I'll mention it um, afterwards. But yeah, it, one place that is that he's interested in showed me pictures of it. The inside looks very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, carpet's going to have to be torn up, but you know that's expected. Outside is a really interesting green. <laughs> but, well, that's yeah, yeah, that 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 can be fixed. Siding, with, yeah. yeah, that can be fixed with a can of paint. Um, but yeah, it looks that. Uh, I hope that um, he, one of the homes that he ends up looking at works out for him. It's able to negotiate a good price and get out there and have have a housewarming party with the with several friends and no pants. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's it's a matter of you know we've been talking more and more about that. It's like trying to form something here in Lansing. You know, finding a good play space in Lansing. Right. And you know, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, that's a good idea. And, it would take effort. Yeah. I, and then, you know, it's like, yeah, lots of good ideas. And it's like, uh, like many things, First Fridays, the podcast, just the community in general. It's like, do I really want to have to, you know, it's like, how much, how much work do I want to have to do for yeah. doing stuff? It's like, I don't want to be a leader or involved. You know, it's like, if, if it was happening, yes, I would like to support, but I don't want to have to be in charge. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just like my thoughts on the board, of course. I'm okay. happy to be a member of the board. I, I'd rather not be president. I really don't want to be treasurer. 
You really don't want to be hospital in. But yeah, yeah. No, but course is starting up. We got some new people. That looks exciting. Yep. Um, first Friday was nice. Like I said, it was fun. Um, I thought the highlight was the guy who came in in the kilt because he was quite nice. He was like, kilt, boots, Carhartt jacket, you know, just sat by the bar. He wasn't there for the kink as far as I can tell, but he just like, oh, but solid. I mean, <laughs> his calves were like, whoa. Pleasant to look at. Yes. And it was like, oh, that's really nice. But uh, yeah, but we had some, a uh, lot of nice people show up at, you know, for us for, and chatting and it was, a, it was a nice evening. Yep. Uh, yeah. Kitty was there mm-hmm. um, and Kitty's taken on to uh, making moonshine. Uh, for crafting, mm-hmm. uh, well, which is yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. call it crafting. Uh, well, I mean, it it's less moonshine and more infused vodka. Mm-hmm. It is what there. He doesn't have a, a still and and corn in his backyard, which would be a neat trick because he's in a studio apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, he he gave each of us a jar, and you said you you've had. Uh, I took a, a sip of it while yeah. I was sitting here because yeah, it's like oh, it's very tasty. Hmm. I'll, go, I'll go with the other boozes and then, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been watching, speaking of boozes, I've been watching a YouTube channel called How to Drink. Okay. Um, and he talks a lot about um, historic mm-hmm. um, cocktails, both pre and post prohibition. Um, but, yeah, talk about Campari. Um, talk about one called a Blue Blazer that's basically a hot toddy that's been lit on fire. Okay. And then poured between two, two mugs, and mentioned that to the bartender when I got there, and he's like, "Oh, I've never heard of that. Let me look it up." <laughs> he saw it on his phone, called me up, and said, "Check this out. Step one: remove anything flammable from the bar. Put down a wet towel just in case." But yeah, it's boiling water and uh, cask strength uh, scotch, mm-hmm. so really strong scotch, and then yeah, you light it on fire. Basically no, make a hot toddy with it. I just prefer to drink my scotch, you know, not on fire. Yeah. Not dilute with water. but uh, a, a little bit of water and scotch helps, but yeah, one one big ice cube is generally enough. Oh, let's see, I'm trying to think anything else that has been done. Um, no, it's, for me it's yeah. just been, you know, trying to maintain communications with friends via messenger. It's like, hey, it's alive. You know, a friend of mine who we were supposed to get together for Christmas, uh, yeah, neither he nor his a very elderly father have gotten their boosters. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to lay low until I've, we've been boosted. It's like, you know, that makes sense. One one thing that did happen adjacent to me, mm-hmm. someone trusted me enough to use me as their silent alarm. Oh. Said, hey, I'm going to meet this guy. Here's his address. I looked at the uh, screen name. And the address, and I'm like, oh, I know him. Oh, you're going to have a great time. He's really well hung. You're going to have a great time. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, it's funny yeah. because I, I saw something online. It's like, you know, who's more nervous on a first date? And it was like a, a, a poll. And, you know, the women's bar was just huge. Yeah. And it was like, what? And it's like, uh, you know, women are the ones who will give out the address to where they're going because... You don't know. You don't know. And I've done that too. I've, I've, you know, sent a text to my friend. It's like, you know, okay, I've left a note on my, you know, kitchen table that has the, the pertinent information on it. <laughs> it's like, if you don't hear from me in, you know, two days, it's like, avenge me. Yeah. 
but no, he contacted me uh, a while later and, and said, yes, I, I had a blast. Excellent. Yes, so it, it, it's, it's always good to hear that um, I'm helping people have good sex. <laughs> See, I don't know. It's like I, if I were someone's silent alarm, I'd be like, I, I think I'd just be nervous. Because, you know, I'm, I'm picturing, like, when uh, my mom left uh, the uh, our concert, I said, hey, you know, it was it was windy, it was not the greatest weather, I'm like, give me a call when you get home, and it took her a little bit longer than normal, I'm like, you know, after about two hours, which is how long it normally takes, I was starting to be like, okay, where is she, where is she, because mm-hmm. I know, you know, it's like, I, I don't want to be like her, where I'm texting and saying, hey, where are you, because that's what she does, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And uh, so, yeah, but no, I, I think I would be, I don't know how concerned I'd be. I think if you're thinking about a silent alarm, it's like, oh, there's something there. But it's it's just good practice. You know, it's just good safety thing because, or, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's it just, you know, strangers. You, you never know. <laughs> Moving on. Mm-hmm. Our favorite sponsor. Ah. Getthebutters.com. Home of the Butters Hygienics Company. It's the maker of vegan uh, sexual health and self-care items. Uh, proudly made in Michigan, queer-owned, POC-owned. They have found several rather inventive ways of using cocoa butter, shea butter, uh, and other plant-based oils to make your life more smooth. <laughs> yeah, Kitty was was talking to me um while he uh he's like i want to get another jar of the uh, cbd Mm -hmm. infused um which you can get at getthatcbd.com he's like i'm only seeing a four ounce do they have it bigger and he actually wrote the owner and said no we we have to do it just in the four ounce okay because yeah kitty goes he really likes it and Mm -hmm. He'd take a 32-ounce jar of this stuff if he could. Um, But today's um, featured product, thinking about camping and such, is um, their Black Salt and Cypress uh, Shampoo Bar. Uh, When you're out camping, you don't necessarily want to have a lot of liquids in your camping gear, so it's nice to have um, a bar that that works well on hair. A pure, weightless, deliciously scented, clarifying shampoo bar powered by ultra-thin Moroccan argan oil, luscious silk protein. Together they offer a sealing cleanser, light enough for fine wisps, but gentle enough for curls with bold yet mellow masculine head-turning black salt and cypress. The essence of, damn boy, what you got on? (laughs) Its bars are available from $11.00. Each at getthebutters.com. And of course, you can use promo code Harry to get 15% off your order. And as always, there is free domestic shipping on all orders. So once again, getthebutters.com. Get yourself some lube, get yourself some uh, a shampoo bar, and make your life more pleasant, more slick. And yeah, the shampoo bar. I mean, I don't know. I I also have shaved my head, so it's very short. But uh, yeah, those shampoo bars have lasted a long time for me, and that's even when I had more normal-ish length hair. And they yeah, they just last. In fact, not not from Get the Butters, but from some other place. I had bought a shampoo bar and mm-hmm. didn't really love it, and that lasted forever. 
I was like, ah, oh, can't get, <laughs> can't get rid of it. It was getting down to that sliver. I'm like, okay, I, I want, I don't want to waste it, but I don't like this anymore. And it, and yeah, but that was not a get the butter shampoo bar. It was, it was some other company uh, that I don't think is around anymore. So it's like we're safe. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get that specifically for camping mm-hmm. um, myself. I, I get dandruff really bad, so I need to use the, the medicated uh, shampoo to, to cut down on that. But, yeah, like I said, per- perfect for camping. That way you don't have something that can explode uh, <laughs> over or all leak your, or that or leak or anything like that. Um, although, yeah, one time I did bring it, get the Butters product camping, left it out in the sun and it did turn into liquid. I think it was like they they also uh you know you sell like little woven bags mm-hmm. that you can put it into. Um because yeah, I the only thing I can think of is once you've used it, it's wet and soapy. So how do you dry it out? And you know you can't I don't know, I, yeah. unless you had a soap dish that was sealed, but then I don't know if I would want to seal it away wet. But, you know, you could just, you know, if it's in a little cloth bag, just hang it up at your campsite to let it air dry yeah. out. And, you know, it's, that, that should work and you can put it back in your kit. It's like, yeah, yeah camping. All right. Expert portion of the show. Um, because I have asked to be an expert and asked to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bravo and Blizzard mm-hmm. are really hitting it off. I... I I would not be surprised if I got a wedding invitation sometime in the next year or two. They, uh, or or it could end in major drama in five minutes. <laughs> Who knows? But that's I'm, humans. I'm, human. It's yeah. humans are yes. Humans. Uh, I'm I'm choosing to think positively. But mm-hmm. you know, Bravo really likes getting fisted, mm-hmm. and he just has a a wonderful butt, and he would like to share that mm-hmm. with Blizzard. And has asked if I can teach. And I'm like, I, I can, so, sort of. I mean, I gave a demonstration with George um, on how to fist Bravo. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, now it's got me thinking, okay, how do I teach something like that that is very tactile? Mm-hmm. That it, it can be, and how to explain... Exactly what I'm feeling when I oh, because yeah, because yeah, yeah. how do you you know you show it because you can show, you know, but once once your hand or whatever's in there, they can't see it anymore. Right, right. I mean, oh, that's it. Wait a minute. Maybe yeah. you just get a flesh jack that's translucent, and as a demo. Uh, or you think that there'd be like a? I've seen like the fake asses that you know you can fuck or that. Uh, yeah, if they, no. If I, they made one that was clear, so you can just you know a, a teaching ass. A, a, a teaching ass would be nice, although all of the, you know, the flesh jacks, mm. I mean, they are... and once Not again, anatomically no, proportional? No, they're, they're not anatomically correct at all, and they are designed to have a pretty tight grip mm. on a dick. So you're not going to get your hand in there without damaging the toy, which would set up a bad precedent. <laughs> well, and that was interesting, because I saw... It was a TikTok uh, reaction video, and they have like this, basically set up for it's a penis and an ass and just you know kind of like a little latex dummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no arms or legs or torso. It's just I think for and the video was showing them you know 
doing something to the penis and then you and I think it was it was for uh training for proctologists or that maybe even or urology yeah and like I wonder how authentic it is past just you know finger depth because the reaction video was showing it and then someone like Hmm. <laughs> because it was like, okay, but you, you would think that, yeah, there might be, you know, things that correspond to how, I, well, that's it, yeah. you've had experience uh, fisting, how similar are internal ass structures to, I mean, is it, is there a lot of similarities, or I, is each person kind of a snowflake up there? Well, I mean, snowflake as in all yeah, being different, yeah, not I'll, being delicate. <laughs> well, it's also well, delicate. well, I mean, they aren't, I mean... It is just one tube, Mm -hmm. right? And you do hit expected structures, right? You do hit the prostate Mm -hmm. rather quickly, and then you hit what is often called the second sphincter. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, you know, I've played with guys where they've played enough that it's just a straight Mm -hmm. shot in, and others where I am, you know, working through curves almost the entire time. You know, I have guys who I get in at the wrist and I feel I'm like, no, I'm I'm not going any further. This is as far mm-hmm. as they have stretched. And, hey, that's that's great. That's still fisting. I mean that that's still a major accomplishment. And then of course I've had other guys where I'm like, are we getting the elbow in today? No, not today. Now is the restriction more like the actual anus itself and how far that will stretch, or is it stretchiness within? You, for the most part, I have found the main point of resistance has been um, either at getting past the second mm-hmm. gate, because yeah, that that's tight and getting mm-hmm. the knuckles past there, or if I get past that, then the restriction ends up being, if I'm just doing um, one hand fisting, it it's right there at the end, at, at my okay. fingertips, okay. that I'm like, okay, that's what's preventing me from going farther. It has not ever been that it's clamping down too hard okay. on my forearm for, for me to keep going. Um, yeah, it's, it's always been within. And, yeah, to describe the sensation on your hands, warm, definitely, a, a bit moist, but that, the 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 moist feeling really goes away rather quickly as you, you effectively equalize. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of sort of like if you put your hand in an empty Ziploc bag and stick that in a bucket of water. Because mm-hmm. you, you've got kind of like the, you know, because there's no air there. So you got kind of a vacuum feeling when you try to open up your hands mm-hmm. and you've got the definite resistance against that. And teaching this as a top to another top is interesting, yeah, because I can, with the best of my language, describe what I'm feeling and what I'm doing, but and I can try to mimic it with my other hand, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you can't really see anything. And the way I learned how to fist has mainly been through the bottoms that I've been fisting. Mm-hmm. My first introduction to fisting in person was a bottom at the um, second incarnation of Detroit Bondage Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are currently on the third. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, this so this was Detroit Bondage Club as it existed in the late 90s, early 2000s okay. um, with a different president, <laughs> so to speak. Um, and, you know, I told him that, you know, I was looking to learn fisting and uh, knew a fisting bottom was there and we retired to one of the bedrooms mm-hmm. in that house and, yeah, I spent an hour feeling around in his guts. I'm always wondering if a better teacher of it would be the bottom. Like, yeah, because they kind of, inst- you know, not like letting themselves be fisted, but not for pleasure so much being kind of more not slipping into bottom space, but to be talking as the bird. Um, oh, yeah. Perfect uh, visualization of that. Uh, the classic Star Trek Spock's brain where <laughs> Spock is talking, telling McCoy how to re- reattach his brain. You know, it's like McCoy's in there trying to fix things. And Spock's the one telling him, okay, now do this, okay, this. I mean, I'm always picturing that where, because the bottom would know what is happening inside. Yes. And then they could say, okay, you need to feel that. And so I'm almost wondering, or a tag team where, you know, the top gives the basics of how you hold your hand, uh, you know, and you go slow. And then the bottom is just saying, okay, what they're feeling inside, how it's feeling, and willing to be um, critical, you know, yes. of the technique, knowing that this, you know, the person's receptive to being told if they're doing it right or wrong, as, you know, you often are when we're just having sex. You know, you are sticking a finger up there or your dick, and the bottom often says, oh, nope, too fast, or nope, not ready yet, yep. things yep. like that. Which, you know, and but in this situation, you would hope that, you know, the, the learnee is mm-hmm. much more open and receptive to, well positive criticism because they're learning and they're probably going to do it wrong. <laughs> right. uh, so, you know, yeah, I almost see it being a tag team where you're getting, you know, the top is telling you certain things, but the bottom, bottom is one who's yeah. actually instructing what's going on because otherwise, yeah, there's no, there's no way for you to get, well, unless the bottom is very open, getting both hands in there. Uh, you know, yeah. You put your I, hand around the other one and getting in there and saying, okay, this yeah, side goes. Which, which ends up being complete. Yeah, completely different, different te- technique. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm, it, I'm picturing like for that situation, maybe yeah, it might be more just having the bottom kind of. And and, and that's an an interesting trick, mm-hmm. though, because I mean the bottoms that I've played with, they want to, you know, fall through into that mm-hmm. bottom space. They want to be just feeling and enjoying and reactive. They don't want to be analytical about but, it. I mean, right? if you're yeah. doing it for... Well, I mean, this is the difference. Yeah. If you're doing it for fun and enjoyment versus you're doing it for training. Yeah. You For training, it's it's a different beast. And you are... You're not... I mean, hopefully you're enjoying it, but also you're realizing you're putting off a lot of that joy in order to, you know, stay critical and... Yeah. And, and do it, so... And what I need to do is go through and see if I still have them because I, I did run across some books mm-hmm. um, on on fisting technique and, and they have illustrations so you can yeah. kind of see what it looks like while you're in there because then at yeah. least I think the important thing is can the the person being trained visualize what's happening inside yeah I mean I, things I've read on the internet that the 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 nerve running the sensory nerve running from 
your pointer finger and thumb mm -hmm. is the same thickness as your optic nerve. Mm -hmm. And so you're get, you can get as much information from that as you can from your eyes. Um, and yeah, I, I am very good at visualizing what I'm feeling. I'm not so good at verbalizing it. Um, and yeah. different people have different methods for learning. So, but yeah, I, like to teach kink, uh, well, we're talking about fisting, but you know, other things, other things are a lot more, uh, you know, visual. Yeah. On the surface, you know, if you wanted to learn flogging or teach someone flogging, you know, that would be much, I think much simpler than. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I mean, I saw, um, a flogging one-on-one class, uh, at the first, uh, virtual claw, mm. um, put on by actually Dave Watt mm -hmm. uh, of Mr. Friendly fame. Um, and yeah, he was showing us, you know, not him doing a flogging session basically on a dummy. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, was able to, would have been nice with more camera angles, mm -hmm. but that that's always, um, but yeah, things like flogging, single tailing, um, yeah, a rope bondage, there's much more of, oh, you know, this is, you know, you can see what's being done. You can follow mm -hmm. along. Um, yeah, fishing is very secret, very intimate. See, the other thing, too, is I it's something that technology could only be useful for. Because I'm thinking there's a, when I was going through CPR training, they had these dummies that had lights. So, you, it, you know, <laughs> you basically it was a video game enough pressure to get the light on but not enough that it went red yeah I, I killed my dummy that poor thing I like hit so hard on the sternum that you know red light and it's like yeah you've just cracked their sternum I'm like sorry but I uh, know it's yeah, there could be like a little fisting robot that you put in there and it makes noises like good 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 bad 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 good bad <laughs> something something like a Furby oh god oh Jesus <laughs> It's like, no, no, but, no, 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 stop right there. But no, but I mean, that, that would be a, a, you know, that would be very interesting because that is a possible way, but whoa, the technology involved in that one. And it's also kind of maybe more of a niche toy, but, or, you know, it's, if you don't have an actual bottom, maybe it's, it's close enough to the real thing that it works for them. Uh, yeah, perhaps. Uh, but no, I, I think the, the important thing in this is, just because someone is good at something doesn't mean they'll be a good teacher or vice versa. Sometimes a really good teacher isn't necessarily the best at the thing itself. Because there's that horrible phrase, like, those who can't do teach. It's like, mm -hmm. fuck that. Yes. No. It's like, usually those who teach can do and also have more skills on top of that. Uh, but you know, in some cases, you know, just because you can do it doesn't mean you can convey it. And that's, that's the, I think the realization is even if you're an incredible kisser, fister, fucker, whatever, someone says, show me how to do this. It, it's not that easy sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One other kinky thing that has happened to me in the past month, um, is that I signed up for and was accepted into the International Kink Health Survey. Oh, got told about this by Doc, mm -hmm. and uh, it finally launched. Um, they may still be taking signups. Um, do a search for International Kink Health Survey. So, so but it, it is a survey of people who are kinky 
and the idea is to provide more accurate information to healthcare providers mm. um, so that those who are kinky can receive better medical care and that uh, health providers can be more aware of any injuries that can come from kink play and to break down the stigma. So far, it's been really general um, questions that I've answered. Um, there's a, there was a grid of kinks mm -hmm. and whole long list of kinks. And then the options in the grid were, um, I've done it to somebody else. I've had it done to me. I've done it by myself. I'm looking forward to doing it in the future, whether or not I've done it before. Not interested. Don't know. And, you know, I'm moving through, clicking on a lot of them of, yes, I've, I've had it done to me. I've done it to somebody else. I've done it by myself. I'm looking forward to doing it in the future for a lot of them. And then I'm going through and I hit rimming. I'm like, okay, yeah, I've done it to others. I've had it done to me. Oh, how do you do it to yourself? How, how, if you're... <laughs> If you're that flexible, I mean, I've seen people blow themselves, so, you know, just remove a couple more ribs and maybe yeah. you get there. I know, honestly, I, I can remember one guy that um, he could fold himself in half and get his arms and, you know, upper torso through his legs and kind of fold up. Close, like I said, depending on his tongue... He, you know, it was not comfortable. He could not maintain that position for yeah. long. But yeah, he was way beyond being able to even deep throat himself. That he maybe would have been able to actually, you know, get his tongue to his ass. And it's like, wow. So yeah, so all those videos you see guys blowing themselves, it's like, yeah, but can you rim yourself? <laughs> yeah, that... Or, you know, we, we, you know, if you've watched it, well, not so much on the TV show, but The Expanse, the, uh, t uh, the book series. Yeah, people who grow up in zero-G are very willowy and long, and, you know, maybe they're <laughs> flexible enough to get to it, you know. Maybe. Um, but, no, when, you know, when the survey ends and they publish, I, I, I just like to see... <laughs> if anyone answers that. Well, but yeah. then you have to figure out, it's like, but can people really do that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of the kinks that you really couldn't. I mean, there's uh, auto bondage ways of tying yourself yes. up. Yeah. Uh, Fixation that is one you can do by yourself, but really shouldn't you probably. You shouldn't. No. Yes, it, but like, yeah. but it can be done. Uh, you know, yeah. There's. I'm I'm trying to think of what things that you really really. I mean, like I said, rimming is. Well, I was thinking to myself, fisting. But you know, if no, I've, I've, I've seen yeah. I've seen self fist. I mean, yeah, they they tend to weigh about ninety eight pounds soaking wet. Uh, I've um, seen but, someone fuck themselves too. They had long enough dick mm -hmm. that they were to shove it into their own ass. You know, not of course, not to the balls, but <laughs> no, not so much. But yeah, I've seen that. Um, well, it's fascinating because yeah, this what what will come the information that will come from this will be cool. Also, it's kind of cool because it sounds like one of those you know the questionnaires you always take on FetLife for that that shows you your mm -hmm. percentage of what you're into. It's like there almost could be a profile from that showing you know it's like I've I've got one mm -hmm. one that can't that I don't think can be done alone at least not effectively. Financial domination. Unless no, because that's all a Christmas account is, you know, a Christmas savings account. You're 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 paying for your future. Your 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 present self is giving money 
Or, or retirement plans. A 401k has been done. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I'll give you that one. So we will throw it out to the <laughs> listeners. Um, Please tell us what is impossible. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Most, uh, I'd like this to be a discussion. So, yeah. It, if you can think of a kink that cannot be done solo. Mm. Um, post it to the Facebook group and we'll probably have somebody give counter example. <laughs> I mean, I'm even thinking like humiliation. Yeah. Oh no, I'm always my own worst critic. Oh yeah. Would a shopping spree also be considered fendom? You're, you're, you're giving away your money for, you know, a future happiness that may or may not happen. <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough Finn subs uh, to be able to speak to that. Yeah, that is one of those things I see about, and I'm like, is this real or is this... I don't know. It's one of those things I I intellectually understand, but I don't get. And yeah. And I have to think more about it. But that's like most things. Hell, you know, I was the same way about gay sex, period. You know, when I was very, very young, and now it's like, okay, no, whatever. Yeah, my, my opinion of Findom is... As long as both people are getting something mm-hmm. out of it and no one's being really harmed, I mean, it, if you know, as long as it's not causing you stress or or hardship mm-hmm. to give your financial top money, and it makes you happy, I can I, see that. Yeah, well, I, I've, I've spent money on worse things that make me oh, happy. Yeah. It does make me think. Like I said, I've recently gotten into TikTok. And, that, and there's this one who's very interesting, who basically, he seems to be his his uh, little um, personal, uh, I'm trying, I, I'm blanking on the word. Theme? Uh, nope. Uh, when you have like a cause that you're going after, personal. His hobby horse? Something. Anyways, um, there's something a bit more, the word I'm thinking of is a bit more militant about it. You know? Oh, crusade. Okay. That's a, his own personal crusade, he's going after um, basically uh uh, accounts that are uh, queer baiters, and it was interesting because I was talking to my coworker who's straight, and the my gay coworker. He's like, "Well, what what's the difference between like a straight person pretending to be gay for money? You know what what what's wrong? Yeah, you know, like like any porn star that you're buying their product, you're getting their stuff, but they're not going to date you." You know, you're, right. you're, or even a stripper, you're giving them money, but it's not, you're not, you know, well, oftentimes you're not going to be able to fuck them. Um, it's like, how is that different than these, you know, hot guys who are like putting themselves out there and wanting, you know, and I think this guy's primarily going after people who are actually straight, are targeting the gay community for money and are not giving anything back. Like they'll have an OnlyFans that has nothing except them kind of teasing about showing something. And he also goes after people who don't really have that much you know, who are just not that good at it either. Because he actually doxed one dude who, um, it's like, okay, this is a profile. These are his other profiles. Uh, he has links to his own Facebook page. He's like, followed the breadcrumbs to show that this guy did not cover or hide him his own. <laughs> but then also found his Twitter where there's all this really shitty, homophobic, anti-Semitic, racist shit. Okay, now that, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's like this guy was actively like, oh, those fucking fags. But then also was an underwear model for a very prestigious brand. And this guy went after him and said, Hey, company, do you know the background of this model that you're using to sell us stuff? It's like, uh, he's kind of a shit. And, you know, so, yeah, it's, it's one of those things on the edge is like, yeah, but 
everyone, you know, but then I'm, I'm thinking he's like, okay, actual, well, also, and from his point of view, it's like, no, these are people who are following these fuckers who could be following me. Because <laughs> I'm assuming he has an OnlyFans, but you can't tell from his TikTok, you know. Yeah. I, I think he's very compartmentalizing, and, and yeah, it's like, it's just like, it, it's interesting that, like I said, I'm, I'm still not too sure how I feel about that, but, you know, it's, it's a thing that, you know, he's annoyed about and is like on mm-hmm. crusade. And it's like, well, you know, especially if these people are horrible people. Yep. Similar to that on TikTok, mm-hmm. um, I have gotten routed into chubby, hairy mm-hmm. TikTok. And I make a point to check the tags before I post a thirsty comment. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's plenty of chubby, hairy, straight guys on there who like showing off aiming towards women who mm-hmm. like chubby hairy guys mm-hmm. so before i post something thirsty um i will check the tags make sure it says you know gay bear alphabet mafia mm-hmm. something like that if not i'll still leave a like um but yeah i i won't go whole hog on them um like yeah i was on a couple of reddits mm-hmm. um uh big hairy men gone wild um uh, and, you know, looking at the conversations on there, I'm like, oh, these are mainly straight dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this is not a queer subreddit. So I'm like, okay, I'll like, <laughs> I- I'll, I'll leave the, I'll leave the thirsty comments to myself um, because it doesn't bring them any pleasure. It would cause them stress and would cause them, may cause them to post less. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it's an interesting thing because, you know, you're obviously if you're posting a thirst trap, you're wanting attention, but I don't know. On Facebook or things like that, I'll see, like someone posts a nice picture and then just the, you know, the, uh, again, gosh, I'm just losing all my words. Um, but Cascade, thank mm-hmm. you, Crusade Cascade. Maybe I'm losing all my C words. Um, <laughs> But uh, a cascade of just like, oh, hot, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, this is fucking Facebook. This is probably something their mom is seeing. It's yeah. like, can you tone it down a little bit? It's like, hey, you know, I don't know. I, I subscribe to that whole thing is you don't comment on them. It's like, if you really like the outfit, you talk about the outfit. You don't say, you look really hot in that. It's like, even a thirst trap, it's like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a hard one because like, right. are they actually posting to get all this attention and want people to be thirsty for them? Or is it just like, I really like, you know, the way I'm, the light looks right now. And, yeah. and suddenly like, I didn't want a whole bunch of people. I maybe don't really know just saying what they want to do to my body. Yeah. And yeah, easier yeah, on, on Facebook. That's more of a concern on yeah. Twitter. I mean, people are a bit more obvious about, um, as the kids at least used to say, not being horny on main yeah. or like, yeah. you know, fet life. Yeah, yeah. Fet, fet life like, recon. If you post a picture space, on one of those, yeah. it's like, no, no, no. This is the audience. This is what you're looking for. Right. All right. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your pictures, comments, show ideas, uh, crafting projects, and dirty photos to harryprone at gmail.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ox, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Uh, please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet. Gage, Linoleum Knife, Sewers of Paris, and Off the Cuffs. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night. night.